Now I'm、uh, aiming for heaven,、uh, but probably wind up down in hell,、uh, where upon this altar、uh, I will hang my guilt-ridden head.、Uh, but it's time I'll take before I begin.、Uh, three shakes to the wind,、uh, three shakes to the wind.、Uh, yeah, it's time I'll take before I begin.、Uh, three shakes to the wind.、Uh, Three sheets to the wind. Rebels away. Though heavy our hearts shall always be. Ah, no ball or chain, no prison shall keep rid of rebels and a sacred heart. I said no ball or chain, no prison shall keep rid of rebels and a sacred heart. Shadowless night. Ah well, such is the bread of an everyday life. From morning to noon, to the shadowless night. Rebel. 
Well, fuckers, welcome back to our St. Patrick's Day special. And notice how I said St. Patrick's Day, not St. that other word, because uh, that's kind of like derogatory slang. We already had one that was like, words hurt. So that word hurts. Patty. What? Patty? Yeah. You know what it referred to, right? You know what patty refers to, right? What's that? Patty. Come on. What is a patty? Uh, a hamburger. Exactly. All the shit meat thrown into something that's not very tall. Oh, that's where well, they got the that, name from. It does describe an Irishman. Bingo, motherfuckers. <laughs> but it is the drunken holiday. It is the one time that you are taught to consume as much alcohol as humanly possible in a short amount of time in hopes that you. The mech. Die. <laughs> that being said, and it is my favorite holiday of the fucking year. So you can all kiss a fucking suck an Irish dick. I don't care what you do. You know, kiss a camel. Uh, I don't, whatever the fuck you do on this holiday, go get drunk, have a good time. Everybody's Irish on the 17th in two days. Everybody will be Irish. Doesn't matter what nationality you are. You're all fucking Irish and uh, we'll all celebrate together. I'm going to raise one right now. And I'm actually drinking my own homemade Irish cream, but I actually want to start this off since it is our St. Patrick's Day special. Um, it is also the... 17th anniversary of us being in, or me at least being in Savannah. So I, I want to start off with a little how Mick and Velin or Velin and Mick ended up in Savannah because it's a fun story, actually. Well, hold, hold that thought just for one second because I have to say something before we even go there. What's all right? that? I mean, you can tell that story all the fuck you want. But um, I think the bigger story here, since we're sitting around just bullshitting about it right now and that it is the Shit, we're the 15th of March right now. The Ides of March. Uh, the Ides of March, which it is the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March. We just had an educational class about what the Ides of March are. Mick is didn't know. I fucking didn't know because we don't look at- I'm up on mm, Roman history. Mick, not so much. We don't look at March as a bad day. I mean, it's well, a it's good luck Well, it's followed by St. Patrick's Day, yes. Absolutely. So, suck a dick. Either Maybe way- later. Well, hey, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> the Mick- as I always like to call myself, I yes, I do use a derogatory term in my own name, but it has become a term of endearment uh, to many. But I do have to introduce myself, and I am the Mick, and I am joined with my ball and chain, Velen, and uh, his notice, much better half. I, I stole that from the song. <laughs> I just had to do that. <laughs> Anyway, and we get to talk about all sorts of cool shit. We're going to cover a bunch of shit tonight. Uh, we're going to start out in Europe. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to go right over the pond as soon as we get done with this story. Um, and then we're going to come back to the States and we're going to spend a little bit more time in some stuff that I think is extremely important, especially something that's coming up to be voted on in a couple weeks and uh, something else that's going to be voted on within the next week. Oh, and then we're also going to cover some, also, uh, some more... 
Uh, I was trying not to use the word tonight, but I'm going to go ahead and just fucking break the bubble right now. We're going to cover some more retarded shit when it comes to what we just approved in a $1.9 trillion stimulus plan that is literally a payoff to every other state that decided, well, we're not going to open our fucking state. We're just going to fucking go ahead and keep it closed because we're nerds. Well, so hopefully we won't be, com- we won't be three sheets to the wind by the time we get to that. Shit, I might be. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to go. This is not. So if, this Everybody's is not going to be three and a half a hours. Hour that episode. was a special. The St. Patrick's Day special is special because Mick is like mm, the windows on the short bus kind of special. Holy fuck. <laughs> it is going to be such. I'm going to have such a good time. I know everybody's going to be pissed off. And guess what? I'm not going to be doing. I will not be wearing a fucking mask. So you all can. He will I, be wearing a kilt. However. I will be wearing a kilt and I will be wearing it a traditional way because there'll be very few kids around. So I can literally flip my kilt up and you can come kiss me right in my fucking ass because I tell you what, that's where I'm going to tell you. Stick, that's where I'm going to tell you to stick your Irish fucking mask. Ass. Okay. So anyway, well, he, tell our the, story about, fun thing about Ireland St. Patrick's Day and so, Savannah for us. In case y'all don't know, St. Patrick's Day in Savannah is the most insane party of the year. And I didn't know this when I came down here. We grew up in New York and, you know, that's technically the biggest St. Patrick's Day parade of the year. It actually beat Savannah by six blocks, but Savannah has a much better party. But I didn't know this. I came down right after we got married and Mick deployed and my grandfather was very ill and he was here in Savannah with uh, some other family of mine. And I wanted to come down and spend as much time as I could with grandpa before he passed. So um, Mick was overseas and I hopped on a plane and I left JFK. It was 15 degrees and snowing. And I got off the plane in Savannah and I hopped in a cab and it's like 80 degrees. We could only go so far. And the cabbie says to me, well, we hit the parade. I I can't go any further. I'm a New Yorker. It's 12 blocks. No big deal. I can do that. No problem. All right? Yeah, no problem. So I I go about a block and I get to the parade and it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And the parade had stopped because there were cops doing jello shots with people in the middle of the road at 10 o'clock in the morning. And they were New York cops. I mean, seriously, how the fuck can you beat that? Shit. This is the place for me. And so Mick called me about two weeks later and he was like, where are you at? I said, oh, I'm still in Savannah. And he said, did grandpa take a bad turn? What happened? Is he okay? And I said, oh no, grandpa's fine. Um, thanks for the power of attorney. I bought a house. We live here now. So next time you get leave, come home to Savannah. So uh, he did. And we're still here because it's amazing. So thousands, tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people come to Savannah for St. Patrick's Day. This year, uh, most of the time, on if it's a weekend, if it's a weekend, it's it can millions. be upwards. It, it's millions. I mean, it is wild and crazy. Savannah is an open container city anyway, so you can drink whatever you want as long as it's in a clear plastic cup. Not just on St. Patrick's Day, but every day, all day. Yep. And uh, it's an amazing, fun time. So this year, our mayor, in his infinite um, retarded wisdom, <laughs> exactly, uh, decided to cancel the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and it was a small local announcement, although we did announce it on this podcast even before it was publicly announced. Um, oh, actually, no, I think I announced it on the podcast I did with Janet. No, um, we did. Okay. We, we did. But it. Uh, it, it was a very small local announcement. The word didn't get out to the tens of thousands of people that are coming anyway for St. Patrick's Day. That are Day. here now. They're here. They're in Savannah already. They're roaming the streets going 
from bar to bar, drinking, having a grand old time. Not wearing masks. Not wearing masks. And normally- You should see the little press down here. But normally the city sets up a big festival zone and you have to buy a wristband to drink in the streets. And the city makes tons of money off of St. Patrick's Day. It's the biggest revenue maker of the year by far. But this year they didn't do any of that. So it's a fucking free for all. It is- 30,000 people is what the MSM said. 30,000 people expect in Savannah, which means it's probably closer to 60,000 because they don't know their asshole from their elbow. Um, So uh, yeah, just having a grand time in Savannah. So we're going to be partying hard over the next few days. Um, Mick still has a a whole bunch of other stuff to do. Events to do. Events to do, being as Irish as he is. because And I'm part of a bunch of the Irish societies down here. Yeah, so parties and whatnot. And um, and it's a blast. Excuses to get drunk. So um, so we've been in Savannah for, this will be our 17th St. Patrick's Day. 17 is yep. a big number. It is. It is. It's, um, yeah, the 17th letter of the alphabet, St. Patrick's Day. Our 17th year anniversary here. Is it really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, we've been married that long? Just about, yeah. Isn't it about time we get divorced then? No. 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 Uh, I just wondered. It's cheaper to keep her. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> that's good always point. the point. It's cheaper to keep her. Good point. Um, so I, I'm going to finish off by just saying real quick here. Um, I, I found this this great, I, I can't even call it a meme, this nice... Yeah, I guess it's a meme. It says, uh, white Irish slaves were treated worse than any other race in the U.S. When was the last time you heard an Irishman bitching how the world owes them a living? You won't. The Irish are not pussies looking for free shit. I mean, fuck, we got the Lucky Charms box, and he's still up. He hadn't been canceled yet. No, he hasn't. But if I were to take one, if we were to have a draft of what's next to be canceled, I'm calling Lucky Charms. Done. Done. No, because the Irish don't give a fuck. Oh, that's right. We don't. Seriously. Shit, nobody's going to bitch You're about it. You're equal opportunity haters. Yeah, that's true. So We hate everybody and equally. Since, since we're going to get into racism, we're just going to tell a mixed story real quick before we get into uh, the royals. The, we the, are? The racist royals. We are, Mick. What are we going to tell? Because there, I believe, may have been some concerns um, because we don't give a fuck what words we use and- Thing, people often take things the wrong way. So I would like you to explain, tell the story of how you almost got kicked out of the army on an article 15 um, for not being racist because you called someone a flip. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a great oh, wow. mixed story. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell that mixed story. You're going to have, I'm, I'm actually trying to like, you, you're putting me on the spot now. Oh I'm my goodness. Actually trying to remember the flip story. All right. Story. So Mick, Mick called a uh, as another soldier of Asian descent a Filipino, flip, a, a Filipino, a flip. Yeah, who went and ran his little snowflake ass to the commander or the the it general first or first, first or whatever, um, and said that you were a racist. Yes, and the first sergeant in turn started the procedures of an article 15 to get you kicked out of the army well, for being he, a racist. Yeah, he's going to punish me. And um, so he brought you into his office and he said, Sergeant Mick, did you call this, this man a flip? Are you a racist? And you said, I did call him a flip, but I'm not a racist. I, 
<laughs> I don't care if you are a kike, a dyke, a flip. Oh, yeah. I went down stick. the whole list. Yep, you yeah, went yeah, down yeah. the whole list. Oh, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said, yep. personally, I'm a Mick. Actually, I don't think you said that, but you, you said something that I even can't use on this podcast. Um, wait, wait, no. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. If, if you just went down that list, yes, you can. Okay. You went so, to kike, and that's. That's true. You said, I'm a potato nigger. Oh, that, oh, that, well, well, that word, no, you can't use See, that. See, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you okay. called yourself that. Yep. And the first sergeant tore it up because you said, I am an equal opportunity hater. That's correct. That is correct. I did. I forgot all about that. How did Dude, you forget about that's, that? That's one of my favorite that, mixed stories. That's like the oldest story that I have. That's like when I was like a really young, like brand new E5. It was like after they teach you about that, um, what they teach you about racism, it's weird. And it's funny that we bring this up today because there's some shit that's happened in the last couple of days, especially when it comes to the military that I'm really not happy with. And I guarantee if you're a veteran, you're listening to this right now, you're not happy with the military either. Um, so we're going to bring this up right now, but there's some things that they do do in the military that I thought was very poignant, something that sticks with you for the rest of your life. You never forget. So even if you enter the military and you have um, some sort of racist overtone, let's just say, you know, everybody's inherently born with, you, you have it, you're born with it, whether you're white, black, brown, purple, green, doesn't matter. You're born with it. You have, you have the knack to stick with your own. Like it, the, how the newborn babies or how, you know, if your newborn babies are racist, I, I think I have that in here. No, I wasn't going that way, but I mean- <laughs> My point is, is that everybody has it. It's not something you're born, you're born with a natural level of racism. I don't give a fuck who you are. See, I have to disagree. Okay. Well then whatever you want to say it is, however you want to bring it up. If you want to say you're born with it or you're taught it, whatever you want to call it, you're, you have that inherent you, ability. You, you understand that the inherent ability to be racist. Now, whether you are racist or not, is a different story. I think everyone has the inherent ability to be racist. Well, hold on one second, because I just want to throw this out here. When our youngest son came home from daycare one day and he had met a new friend and I said, well, tell me about your new friend. And he said, well, his name is Adam. I said, okay, what does Adam look like? He said, well, he has brown skin and brown hair and brown eyes. And his hair is actually really cool and curly. And I said, okay. And I said, does he have brown skin? Like your older brother's friend has brown skin. Um, and he said, no, it's lighter brown than that. And I said, okay, it wasn't about race. It was a, a description because children describe what they see. Right. So you have white, you, you have yellow skin or, or tan skin and blue eyes or red skin when you go out in the sun and blue eyes because you're Irish. Or, or when and, I'm at night and, and I take my and, t-shirt off and it's completely dark and everything becomes bright white because I'm <laughs> You glow in the dark, white. yes. You know, but Adam has light brown skin and brown eyes and cool hair, not like his older brother's friend who has darker brown skin. Well, and straight hair. The it's point just is this. a description for children. Racism is taught. Uh, I completely agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. 
the, what I was trying to get at is that there is an inherent, um, everyone has an inherent ability. It doesn't matter whether you, you can be black and still be racist. There's tons oh, of people I know. I've met racism tons of, is not exclusive to, to, white to white people. Absolutely not. And I, I, I argue that all the time. And even calling it reverse racism is bullshit yeah. because racism is racism. racism. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if like, forward or reverse. I, right now that the Asian, the rise in Asian hate crimes, Yep. you know who the primary perpetrators of the Asian hate crimes are? I can only guess black people it doesn't surprise me, but the I last mean, study they did on it actually was in 2008 and they found that 85% of crimes against violent crimes against Asians were done by black people. But what I'm trying and to, why is that? Because Asians hate black people. That's a well-known fact, but what they're I, racist against them. It's what, a return, but I'm sorry. I go back to your military. What I'm trying to get at is if you look at something, there's something like, even if you're inherently, everybody's inherently ingrained with it, you have an ability to do it. One of the things I did love about the military and one of the things I thought was very poignant about the military is uh, the first, uh, it's like within your first six days of boot camp, and they tell you, hey, uh, by the way, um, bullets don't give a shit what your skin color is. You can be black, you can be green, you can be brown, you can be purple. Guess what? Bullets still going to kill you. Whether you like it or not, a bullet's still going to kill you. And y'all bleed the same. And that's the other part of it. Everybody's got red blood flowing out of you. So, um, you know, I, I always thought that that was a huge, something that it, it always stuck with me. I never, ever forgot that. Everybody bleeds the same color. And guess what? Bullets aren't racist. They go after whoever's in front of them. They just kill whoever's in front of them. And you can't look at your friend like that. You can't look at your buddy like that. You can't look at somebody who's going to watch your back like that. And it just doesn't exist in the world. Uh, you can't have it existing in the world at least. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I'm not stupid. I mean, I'm here, I'm alive, and I know it does exist, but I'm not one that carries it out. Now, when this conversation happened with this particular first sergeant, it was to show that it wasn't so much. It was about how stupid the complaint was. It was more about the fertility of the complaint, which was that he was trying to complain because he was wrong and he was butthurt that he was wrong. And he thought that, well, if I can call him a flip, then I can call, you know, I'm just uber bad. And You're when, a cracker. when the shit turned around and all of a sudden I didn't get in trouble, the, it was funnier the days following that. And that's the part that she doesn't <laughs> tell you because what he realized and maybe it was, maybe he was a racist. Because when I, when that shit got turned around and I didn't get in trouble, he was like, wait a minute, why aren't you getting in trouble? You called me a flip. And then I told him what I said in the first sergeant's office, I called myself a potato trigger and that he was like, wait a minute, you did that. But our first sergeant's black. I said, yeah, my first sergeant's got more respect for me than that. My first sergeant's actually a really good guy. I don't look at him as being black. I look at him as being my first sergeant. I look at him as being a leader. I look at him as being a human being. How the fuck do you look at him? And that got all turned around on him now. And then he was all of a sudden became, actually became a very cooperative soldier after that point. But it was the whole point that when you do this shit, if you have an open dialogue about it, where people don't just run off and get butt hurt, the shit just, it ends, it dies. It, it's not that it should it's not that it shouldn't be the topic of conversation or anything like that. I mean, you see these Black Lives protesters. The problem with Black Lives Matter 
is they don't give a shit about black lives. They don't. If they gave a shit about black lives, they'd be protesting every fucking weekend in Chicago, but they don't. No, they only care if a white cop kills a black person. Correct. That's the, it. The second a black person kills a black person, they don't, you don't see them protesting that. Why aren't they protesting that? If all black lives matter, if all lives don't matter, but only black lives do, why aren't they protesting every time a black life is murdered? I don't know. And you know, the mainstream media and the politicians and all of them, and I'm not saying there's not racism or white supremacy in this country because sure there is, is that a broad brush to label a whole bunch of 80 million people in this country? No, it's not. And the narrative that the mainstream media is driving right now is creating more racism. It's not solving the problem. It's making it bigger because when you draw that much attention to it, it's like people say, you know, you've been raised not to be racist, right? But now if you're going to be labeled that way anyway, well, why not? And it's not, uh, I would fair to say that, you know, I used to uh, make a comment years and years ago. I mean, this is millennia, uh, at least a millennia ago. Uh, yeah, maybe 10 years. Yeah, a millennia would be what? That, that would be a thousand years. Be a thousand, okay, so maybe I mean, you're not millennia. quite that old. I mean, I'm up there though. I'm close. <laughs> Uh, long story short though, I mean, I used to say that, you know, there are certain people that act a certain way and they get called a certain name and that name kind of reflects who they are because I believe, uh, there are, there are, there are white people and there are crackers. Cause I can say that cause I'm a white person. Yep. I can't use the other one I was going to use, but I can say that there are white people and then there are crackers and there are crackers. I'm not going to fucking lie about that. Yeah. They're not rednecks. No. No, rednecks are white people as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because I tell you what, I've had a lot of intelligent conversations with rednecks that everybody said, oh, well, they're just dumb rednecks. Uh, actually, I call not you, really a lot I call of you dumb a Yankee redneck, redneck all the time. Not really a lot of dumb rednecks out there. I no. just hate to tell you all that. If you're not aware, there's not a lot of dumb rednecks out there. But and there's it's on every race. It's in every race. And every race knows it. And they all know that there are those that are out there looking for racism. And then there's those who are actually fighting the good fight to say, Hey, look, not everybody's like this. And you can't throw them all in a basket of deplorables. Exactly. But yet that's what the left. Does. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they do. So everybody and everything's a racist, apparently right on up to the Royal family. And that leads us into the next piece. Boom. We get into Pierce so, Morgan. We're going to start out with Pierce Morgan. Well, uh, let's, if start, you're not let's aware, start with Harry and Megan. No, and no, Oprah. I'm not even going to start there. I'm going to start with Pierce <sighs> because Pierce okay. is the first big news because Pierce got fired for as Free far, speech. For as far as I'm concerned, he gave an opinion. He absolutely gave, he an gave opinion. his opinion. He even clarified it as such. He said he did not believe anything she said. He said, I don't believe anything she says, anything that she comes out with. It's all, I think it's all bullshit. It's all made up for TV. I don't believe any of it. Um, and he went as far as to say, uh, w um, he said something about, uh, if she was a, a doctor or, or something like that, or something to that effect. If, if she was a doctor, I wouldn't believe what she had to say. Anyway, long story short, uh, there's a, a lovely office in Britain, just in case you, 
for all of you freedom lovers out there, okay, let's talk about freedom for just one second, okay? Because in Britain, this office exists. And I don't think any of us know what freedom is anymore. The liberals want this office to exist here in America. They call it Ofcom in Britain. Ofcom is the Office of Communications Directorate. This Office of Communications Directorate basically can censor the media, can censor a TV show. Don't we already censor- have that? Isn't it called the CIA? No, because they don't censor dick. They they play mind games, but they don't censor dick. Okay, well, who who gives the narrative to the mainstream media every day because they all spin the same story with the same words and the same pictures? What are you talking about? The DNC? Where the fuck have you been? Okay, well. I mean, we could call the office of Ofcom DNC headquarters. Fine. I mean, we can call that too. It's kind of the same thing then, right? But Ofcom in Britain actually is a government office, government-run office. And if you bitch enough to them, they can have a TV show, uh, a personality, a host, somebody removed from a TV station for something offensive. And this office of Ofcom uh, got received number of uh, fucking, I don't know how many complaints, thousands and thousands of complaints about Pierce Morgan and what he said on his morning show. I mean, they should be after, used to complaints about Pierce Morgan, you'd think, right? After, well, no, he used to work for CNN. No, I know, but he, Pierce Morgan has. The sharpest tongue of anyone on television. It, it, but you got to remember, he's in Britain. In Britain, all of that shit's legit. You can say shit on the I, air. I, you can say fuck on the air. I Yeah, and I get, well, because they don't give a fuck about cursing over there. They Bingo. all say it all the no, time. Fornication under consent of a king. They exactly. understand that it's, it's a fucking acronym. acronym. I gotcha. What I'm saying, though, it, it's not necessarily the words that Pierce Morgan uses, but it's how he uses them. So I can't imagine that Pierce Morgan has never had a complaint against him to the Ofcom before. So anyway, uh, when he got up and walked off his show, uh, that was pert near about the last time that you saw Pierce Morgan on TV in the morning in Britain. And I'd actually seen him the day before. Good morning, Britain. Yeah. I I saw him the day before in Fox news and I saw him given, he basically gave the same argument that he presented over there. He got into some fight with a fucking really gay weatherman weatherman. who who was like trying to say, well, I think Meghan Markle should be heard out. No, she shouldn't have. She should not have been talking at all. She has absolutely no place to talk about royalty or the Royal family. She doesn't know. Well, that's, you know, she knows it's really, Dick it's because really interesting. she knows she, Harry's yeah, she, she knows Harry's wanker, Dick. So. But, so it's really interesting, though, because she claims that she didn't know anything about the royal family. Well, that's what she said before. in her interview. That's what she said in the interview. With that she, she knew nothing about the royal family. She Which didn't know bullshit. who Harry was. That is bullshit know? because her sister came out. Her sister threw her under the bus hard. And... And there's actually a picture evidence to back this up. But her sister came out and said that Meghan Markle was absolutely obsessed with Princess Diana. And there is a whole array of pictures where Meghan Markle has dressed exactly like Princess Diana over and over and over again. So you cannot tell me that she didn't know shit about the royal family. Well, that's that. But she, what she was claiming is that she didn't know that the royal family was racist. No, you know what she didn't know? She didn't, and this is what pissed her off. This is what got her panties in a wad. She didn't. Oh, you just said panties in a wad. Yeah, she didn't. I like that. She didn't know that her son wouldn't automatically be called a prince. No, she didn't know that her son would not receive a title mm. because she didn't understand that to receive a title in Britain requires what? 
Direct line of secession. Royal blood on both sides with a direct line of secession well, to the throne. See, here, here's the thing. Does Archie even have royal blood on either side? Actually, he does. Are, are you sure? Because, you know, there's that oh, old okay. rumor well, 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 that yeah, yeah. Charles isn't even Harry's father. But And they've tried to debunk that over and over again. Wouldn't that be not Charles, but that would be, or not Harry, but that would be, um, whatchamacallit? That wouldn't be Harry. No, no, no. Um, all right. James Hewitt. James Hewitt was Princess Diana's writing instructor. instructor and they had an affair. And it was legit acknowledged like they, yeah but isn't that the they were, older they son were, though no no that was so a, supposedly diana met james hewitt two years after harry was born but if you look at pictures of james hewitt and harry they're both gingers first okay. off they look almost exactly alike like they look so much alike it's not even funny so i think that they just fudge the timeline a little to try and make harry look legit but yeah, I, I, Harry's a royal bastard. But, okay, but Harry still carries with him a title. So, he does. Well, so, he does carry a title because Diana is technically she was not she, of royal blood. She though. was not royal blood, but well, I think her father is a sir. Or so he yeah, was a, he was a, a knight. He was a, a knight. minor lord. Yeah, he was a knight, but not direct royal blood. But so my point but is, it, it also makes me wonder if that's why um, you know good old wanna be King Charles. Stopped taking Harry's calls. Stopped talking to him. Basically, no, completely no, no, cut no, him off. No, 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 no. Because no, he no. knows that ain't even his kid. Why should he bother? No, that's Just saying. not. I, I put money that that's not the reason at all. Okay, so honestly, let's. If you examine the royal and you examine the royals at all, and trust me, I hate to talk about the royals more than any fucking American. I made him watch the weddings, both I, of them. He fucking hated it. I hate. The royals on two different sides. A, I'm an American. I stopped caring about the royal family in 1776. B, I'm Irish. We have never liked the fucking royals. Matter of fact, we've had our own group that tried to kill the royals. The IRA was all about just whacking royals. Whereas me, on the other hand, I actually lived in London for a while. I was invited to attend the Royal Ballet School. Um, I've met. I met the queen for She's a about horrible dancer 30 too. seconds. And um, she would step on your feet if your shoes. I have some royal blood. So, yeah. You have a, a bastardized fucking. I, like, oh, it's definitely down a bastard like, line, but regardless. Somebody jerked off in a rag and I, threw it at somebody no, in your family. No, actually, it was a woodcutter's daughter. He, he, he didn't. Yeah. Either way. Anyway. The royals in Britain just got a. a a real uh, harsh introduction into what in America we consider uh, royalty, which would be the woke cu- culture. If you really want to look at it right now, I mean, Hollywood, the woke culture is now the your elites. royalty, mm-hmm. your Western royalty in America and not even the elites. I'd say the press. I mean, you go into another level either way. They got a real, Oh, they're, they're minor, minor royalty. They're, you they know, got the a real royalty is, is the, uh, the elites that, you know, they got a real rough history that we've been dealing with in this country for the last fucking eight months and dealing with this Ten pandemic years. and the bullshit that is just expensive bounded from this pandemic and everything else from the woke culture and they've turned it around and now they're coming after their own they're going after everybody they can go after i mean fuck 
poor Tucker Carlson. Uh, the dude is being dragged through the mud backwards and forwards for comments that he's made, not only about the Royals, but uh, now for initially his article on, or his little bit on Taylor Lorenz, that retarded uh, chick that decided to, Oh guys, um, I, I just, what I, what I learned for uh, what is it? A, a women's month in America which is in March. I really don't understand how women got March that again, still how, how doesn't the Irish have March? I, I just asking. The Irish don't have anything. We don't, we have a day, St. Patrick's day. Yeah. That's about and it. And it's about a Roman saint. Yep. Uh, scratch my head. So here's what about I want to know. Something that he never did. He chased the fucking snakes. Out. No, he didn't. That's not true. He wasn't even sainted. He was given sainthood after the fact, way after the fact. Like it wasn't even, it was an honorary title. It wasn't even given like. He wasn't technically canonized. He was not canonized within the Catholic church. So he's not even technically a saint. But uh, he is, he was grandfathered in as a saint because they. No, he they, was, they, he was given an honorary title as a saint. Well, he's still considered a because saint. Because they considered it a fucking holiday. So they were like, well, we got to kind of make him a holiday. Yeah, you got to make him a saint. Whatever. But the whole point is, is we got a day. Thanks, guys. Anyway, but we don't get pissed off about it because we don't, we don't give a Because the Irish shit. don't give a fuck. We really don't. But t- Taylor if the Renz, Irish, if the Irish could sober up for more than 24 hours, they would rule the world. Hey, listen. It, this is the reason it. why we have our beer imported to us. All right? Jesus Christ, could you make it if you were fucking drunk? I didn't think so. Mm. So Taylor Lorenz, she says, uh, you know, I, the one thing she wants every American to take away this women's month or whatever the fuck you want to call it. She wants to be treated better. Better than what? Well, she was really, she was beat up out there, you know, on the, you know, they on were, social media. They were and mean stuff. to her? Yes, they were mean to her. Oh they, my God. They talk trash about her. So wow. they want her to, she wants to be treated better because she went out and lied about everybody else, but she wants everybody else not to lie about her. So oh. she wants to be treated better. Gotcha. But that's what she wants everybody to take away from Women's National Women's Month. So, hey, you women, just letting you know. Okay. Uh, still, again, once again, my personal pronoun is cunt. Yeah, we, we got I, it. I don't give a shit. Yours has got fangs, too. It's Seriously, really crazy. I mean, you can say whatever the hell you want to me about me on social media, and I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because it's social media. So grow a fucking thicker skin. Stop being such a pussy little bitch. Well, the New York Times decided, well, she's she's viable to defend. We can defend her. So the New York Times is defending Taylor Lorenz saying, oh, well, we're, because Tucker was basically being called out because he repeated her name fully. Taylor Lorenz, Taylor Lorenz, Taylor Lorenz, Taylor Lorenz, oh, Taylor Lorenz, Taylor Lorenz. He docked six a times, public persona. Six times in one night. Mm, yep. Okay. And I'm not really sure How what do you, you mean dox by doxed. How do you dox What's the, the pub- doxing? I don't understand. Doxing dox. is, 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 is it like calling uh, out someone's name, usually like their name and address. And who's that you know, dude that was getting caught jerking off on the, the zoom, zoom call. I, I don't, from I don't the know. Washington post. I don't he was know. Like beating his dick and like they caught him. Like his dick. I know, was his I name. know what you're talking about, but I missed that. One. He had like a whole verb named after him. It's kind of like what they did to the Supreme court justice. They said, Hey uh, man. Anyway. Oh. So, um, yeah, so doxing, I guess that's a thing. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so you had that happen. He's and really then, old. 
Yeah, then, not up with the verbiage. No, I'm not. And the New York Times, man, they're defending it to the brim now. They are taking that one full tilt, dude. That is craziness. Um, but but then then it becomes woke supremacy. Did you hear about this? The woke supremacy? Woke supremacy? Yes, woke supremacy. No. So on uh, apparently Don Lemon's show on CNN, this <laughs> this fantastic moron of morons he decided to open his fucking stupid neck and he said hey so anyway there i was no bullshit watching the jan six riots and man i i didn't see any woke supremacists entering the capitol all i saw was white supremacists i'm sorry what really don really i i saw plenty of woke supremacists <laughs> entering the capitol so uh woke su- supremacy real not real not according to Don what, Lemon. What exactly does that mean? Woke supremacy. It's like uh, cancel culture. It is the height of cancel culture going after people. Okay. Uh, see, now when he said when he says it like that, it makes me think that he means that- um, No, no, no. He is repeating something a Republican said because oh. Tim Scott came out and said that he was tired of seeing woke supremacy happening, which Tim Scott is absolutely right. And just in case you're all wondering, Tim Scott is a black man from South Carolina. He is a Republican senator from South Carolina. Yeah, but he must be a racist. <clears throat> well, they don't call him a racist. They call him an Uncle Tom. Uh, he must. Oh, He must be a white supremacist. So either well, he supports white supremacy. Is basically oh, absolutely, what that's Lemon, what I meant. Yeah, Don Lemon went I mean. after him, saying that he supported, you know, white supremacy and that he is an Uncle Tom. But either way, um, he he got angry with Tim Scott because Tim Scott started talking about woke supremacy and saying that this is all bullshit. You can't, you know, you can't come after them. They weren't the ones storming the Capitol on the sixth of January. And then Tim Scott, in an honest rebuttal, said. What are you talking about? They're not stor- who was storming the Capitol? It was some criminals storming the Capitol on the sixth of January. Yeah. And Don Lemon's re- retort was, Oh, you know it wasn't. You know it was white supremacists. No. Uh I, nope, I sure. yet to don't know that. Mm, haven't seen that yet. Nope, no, no evidence to prove that one. Grandma. Not really sure what you're not talking about. Not our grandma, but someone's grandma with the flag, you know. The little old lady. I babe, I you know, I saw the guys who went up there, and uh, I can tell you, ninety percent of them were Trump supporters. But no, I know that. I'm just saying there there were some that got caught up in that that basically took a tour a, a tourist visitor tour of the rotunda as the cops showed them around, and they stayed inside the velvet ropes with their little American flags in hand. It, it was it, it basically uh, what Tim Scott and Don Lemon, we're going off on about it is is pretty stupid because Don Lemon obviously well, Don doesn't Lemon know what he's talking stupid, about. Well, so. yeah, but it was the whole point that they're trying to make a argument about something, and he actually yelled at Tim Scott on his show. He yelled at him. He's like, "No, that's not woke supremacy. That's white supremacy." And and I gotta give it to Tim Scott. He kept his cool. He kept his composure much better than I could have done because I would have had to smack that motherfucker in the mouth and said, you know, you're an you're idiot. You're a fucking just moron. Shut up, you shut fucking up idiot. Um, because you don't know what you're talking about. And he actually sat there and said, dude, you, you, I, I don't even know how to respond to you because your argument is so stupid. I, I can't keep up with it. 
you are so dumb. And what everybody is dumber for having listened to you now is basically what Tim Scott told him on the air. And he had to shut the interview down and turn it off. Well, that's usually the case with Don Lemon's interview. Well, any, any, that any liberal really pretty much dumber present, for having listened to yeah, him. So. Presenting facts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty ugly. But then it gets better because then uh, it was a couple days later after all the crap with the Royals went down. Uh, Pierce Morgan, uh, he goes out there and he drops a bombshell. Yeah, we talked about Pierce um, Morgan. No, no, no. His rebuttal to what he, he said about his comments that morning and what he meant by his comments and the things that were said about Pierce Morgan or the things that he said about the um, – about the the Royals or about old Meghan Markle there. Yeah, I don't know that she, I mean, I guess technically she qualifies as a Royal, but she never gave up her U.S. citizenship because apparently she wants to run for president. Well, I heard that too. And She'll I, get freaking eaten alive. That'll never happen. That will never happen. So he said, uh, following the discussions with ITV, Pierce Morgan has decided it's now time a good time to leave Good Morning Britain. ITV fired. said in a short statement, ITV accepted the decision with nothing further to add. Earlier that day, Morgan had walked off the Good Morning Britain show, uh, skewed by a co-host and criticism of Prince Harry and Meghan. Following the blockbuster interview with Oprah, uh, he came out. He came out later and said, "I've had time to reflect on the uh, on this opinion." Mm-hmm. Understand the words I'm using here. I've had time to reflect on this opinion, on his opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I still do not believe her. Morgan tweeted. If you did, okay, freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks to all the love and hate, I'm off to spend more time with my opinions. And that was his last comment that he gave to the press. God bless that man. He is willing to die on the hill of freedom of speech. These are the things we've been fighting for. These are the things this party is about. Even if we don't like what you have to say, we still support your right to say it. Which I, you know, that brings me to something else. I, I was sadly disappointed in Governor Abbott. I'm almost rethinking our decision to potentially move to Texas, honestly. Okay, why now? Because Governor Abbott came out against Gab and said that they need to censor Gab because there's too much anti-Semitic speech on there. Not that I support anti-Semitic speech in any way, shape, or form, but I don't support censoring anybody. So that kind of just pissed me off a little bit. I was I was really, really getting to be an Abbott fan. And then, you know, it's like, don't you can't censor us because we're conservatives. You can't censor us. You did censor us. We're gonna go after big tech because you censored us, but we don't like them. You have to censor them. It it's just hypocritical. It's fucking political. That's what it is. It's more politics. And it pisses me off. It's politics. But what's new? I mean, it's all politics. I, I mean, when you when you boil it all down, what do we have? We have we have politics. We have uh, the fluff that everybody else is going to see. We have all the bullshit that any, everybody doesn't want to talk about. Uh, well, I I do have to say though, I, another one out of Texas though. This this one was a good one here. Ted Cruz calling the army out on being political when they're not supposed to be, or calling out actually Secretary Lloyd Austin. So well, yesterday, March fourteenth. 
We we all know my. I think everybody knows my opinion on Lloyd Austin. Yeah, so. um, yeah, we do. So on March 14th, I'm not going to read this whole letter that he sent to Austin, but I'll uh, I'll summarize it here. So um, he starts out saying the U.S. military's subordination to civilian governance, including to the American people for whom and by whom the government is selected, is at the core of our republic and its institutions. That structure is woven into our military at every level, including Department of Defense Directive 1344.10, which broadly forbids military service members in from engaging in their official capacities in any activities that associate the DOD with any partisan political campaign or elections, candidate, cause, or issue. Another long-standing norm aimed at preserving civilian governance has involved restrictions and prohibitions against recent service members serving in certain civilian capacities, including the position of Secretary of Defense. Um, so Cruz actually voted for Lloyd Austin on the basis that he stated his commitments to preserving uh, that governance. And now all of a sudden Lloyd Austin is using his position as a political tool and Ted Cruz is pissed. So (laughs) he says the campaign was launched in response to criticism by Carlson, Tucker Carlson, that linked gender-based reforms in the military, which are being justified using the language of social justice with widely recognized vulnerabilities and erosions in the military's warfighting capabilities, including and especially in the context of great power competition. Whatever one thinks of the merits of the argument, and I believe there is much to be said against the use of military for social experimentation, including for those reasons, those are broadly held concerns that have been the fodder of political controversy and debate for decades. Instead of allowing the debate to take its course in public among American citizens and their elected leaders, military officials over the last week have repeatedly launched attacks on Carlson, including through official DOD platforms and accounts while in uniform. The campaign has alternated between being ostentatiously childish and simply outrageous. Multiple military leaders have tweeted videos of themselves while in uniform as they attack Carlson, including the command senior enlisted leader of the U.S. Space Command, the sergeant major of the Army, the commanding general of the U.S. Army Maneuver Center of Excellence, and the commanding officer of the 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force Information Group. Throughout this campaign, military leaders have suggested and insinuated that it is out of bounds for civilians to criticize the military unless they've served. So tell me, babe, if civilians can't criticize the military unless they've served, how can Joe Biden lead the military since he's never served? That's a, a, a fair I, question. And what I mean, okay, so what, what started all this in the first place? Because it was... It was really it was Biden. Biden started it. Yeah. All. Biden was the one who went out and said that um look, uh I'm one of the things I wanna start out with and lead out with uh spaghetti sauce. Meatballs. <laughs> Sixteen hundred print Pennsylvania Avenue. Joe Biden. <laughs> No, um, the dumbass went out and said that he had made all these uniforms for pregnant females. That guess what, uh, folks? If you weren't aware, the United States military has had uniforms for pregnant females for fucking years. Uh, we call them maternity uniforms, yeah. And they've had them, and for pregnant soldiers who get pregnant, uh, 
whether you're a male or a female, um, there's a maternity uniform. I don't think men. You cannot say that. You cannot say that's that. true because guess what? Now Biden has approved that transgender surgery will be free for military members. So your tax dollars are going to go to cut the balls off our soldiers. Well, lop a dick off or maybe slap a dick on. Literally. I wonder if they're going to keep like a a jar of extra parts. Take one and put it on the other. I'm just wondering, like a jar of extra (laughs) parts. How does that work? I mean, even if you cut a dick off and stick a hole in it, I'm sorry, you still can't grow a baby in there. It's not like you grow a uterus. Well, maybe the tubing will eventually grow with enough hormones. No. Or enough vaccine. No. Uh, With enough vaccine? Vaccine sterilizes you. It doesn't make you fertile. Well, either way, uh, he went out and said how he was going to make these maternity uniforms for soldiers that it will be better. Better than what? Again, this is something that- Body armor for pregnant women. Stop. Better body armor. They don't fight, so it doesn't matter. They're not allowed to. Uh, But this this is the part that doesn't make any fucking sense, okay? This is, again, something that Joe Biden is known for because- He's already lied about it on more than one occasion because he came out and he said he made all this vaccine. He had nothing to do with the fucking vaccine, folks. He had nothing to do with it. That's all Trump. Trump did it. Um, the money, Trump did it. Uh, that's why his name's going to be on the tr- checks that are going out tomorrow. Or yes. on the sixth and the, the 17th, 17th. That we're all going to get on the 17th. The checks are all going to say Donald Trump. So if you're wondering where your money came from, <laughs> it didn't come from Joe if Biden. If you're wondering who's really president. I'm uh, just saying, uh, that's a that's a pretty well, that's that's a fair indicator right there because I got bad news for you. This retarded shit that we've been talking about and everything else, you know, I've been trying to say that no, Biden's the president, but now that this just happened, I mean, and he's now even you're he's even, even you are starting to see he's where admitting, I'm coming from. He's admitting that President Trump's name is going to be on the checks. Well, whoa. One of the first thing that fucking changes is signature blocks on everything. It, don't tell it, me. You can't don't tell say me that, that you're you're holding up the checks for what? How changing long? a signature for block. For changing a signature? Stop, stop. That's ridiculous. The, the thing that's killing me is that it's like one of the first thing that ch- first things that change is the signature block. Why? Because you have a new president. He comes with a new signature block. He has a new title. You have a new person there. You mean to tell me that our government is so inept that they forgot to fucking put change the signature blocks on government checks, stimulus checks, tax checks, you name it. That would be going out to the American public. They forgot to do that. Somebody not only should lose their job, but then I should be allowed to go into their office with a ball peen hammer and beat them in the skull until they can eat crayons. Can I tell you a secret? You're watching a movie. Well, I'm not going to go into that, <laughs> but either way. So that's how it starts out. Uh, fucking Tucker Carlson has an issue with it. I don't blame Tucker Carlson. I agree with his issue. He's like, look, this is not something as a first year president that you kind of want to lead with. You want to lead with how strong your military is. Like, hey, we've got a new bomb. We call it the Moab. You want to know why we call it the Moab? Because this motherfucker is huge. That's why. And when the press starts using the designator Moab and it goes around and nobody nobody understands that it means mother of all fucking bombs. 
Wouldn't that be Moab? Yeah, that's what I said, Moab. Moab. Yeah, well, we say it fast. It's it's in my <laughs> accent. It's my Irish accent coming out. Jesus fucking Christ. Either way, the point being, this, you start doing shit like that, you show your muscle. This is something you do as a first year president. You show that the military is strong, that if you try to fuck with us- Like dropping- We'll kill you. Bombs on Syria and then saying, oh, no, you're right. I have too much military power. I'm just going to cede my military power to China back to Congress. So, long story short, Biden's doing that too. He did that, or that's how he started his first year out with talking about female uniforms for pregnant soldiers, airmen, Marines, sailors, and so on and so forth. And uh, Tucker took issue with that. I don't blame him. He took issue with it. I'm pretty sure every person in the military took issue with it going, wait and a minute. That's kind we of have what sh- journalists are supposed to do. Call the president out when he's a fucking moron. So you ready for this one? Yeah. Well, he's not really a journalist. Did you know that? Why is that? Because some retarded fucking libtard on the other side went and said, well, he's an entertainer and what he says can hurt people. Well, then so is Don Lemon. That's what I said. And Chris Cuomo and the other fucking retards on CNN that open their mouths at night, the talking heads on CNN that are saying just the most dumbest shit, 1619 projects real. Oh yeah, we're going to rewrite, we're going to give a revisionist history of America. Shut the fuck up. The the Lincoln Project pedos are are Good, oh, strong, moral, upstanding characters. Well, you know that's true. But anyway, Something's uh, standing so up. all of this led into Tucker getting pissy. Obviously, he said his piece on his show. He's got a show. Hey, when you have a platform, that's what you do. When we you have-, have an 8 p.m. primetime show that gets more ratings than anybody on CNN yeah. and is, in fact, pretty much carrying the Fox News Network right now. Well, between him and Hannity. Yeah, yeah. between him and Hannity. Um, then you can pretty much say whatever the fuck you want. It's called freedom of speech. So again- it's called it's, freedom of the press. Whether I agree with Tucker or not, which I do agree with him on this one comment, I do believe that he's right on the money. I believe that's pretty stupid that, uh, you know, that Joe thought that this was a good way to, hey, I'm going to lead out with this one. It's like you're playing. That's like him playing his like tenth, eleventh spade, like one or two, but, and he, and thinking it was the big one. Like, oh, I'm dropping my my, slapping it on the table. Like, oh, this is my trump card. And then, oh shit, no, it wasn't. Well, when you lay out stupid, and and then your military pours shit on top of it, it doesn't make it smell better. No, no, shit never smells good. I so, mean, and Ted Cruz had serious issue with all of that. And, and I can drop some really good turds. He, he ended his two-page letter by saying uh, to Austin, I cannot imagine how any of the above behavior can be explained, and I am deeply concerned about what it portends for the direction that you and President Biden intend to move the military. I therefore request that the commandant of the Marine Corps meet with me in person to discuss these issues. Yeah, yeah, core, not corpse. It no, it is it is a corpse. Although they're all pretty much kind of a corpse. The military seems to be getting there. They're they're going down that road. All right. Uh, To discuss these issues, I also request an official response from the department and implementation of a policy that insulates other units from being similarly mobilized against the speech of American citizens or in the service of left-wing political causes. 
So basically, Ted Cruz is calling them out for being the left wing hammer. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing, too. Because if the MSMs is the left wing propaganda arm and now they're trying to use the military as the left wing hammer, like, come on. Well, it, it gets better because then not even maybe a day, two days later, our favorite house plant, um, I mean, house plant in chief, I mean, president. He's not the president. Don't call him that. Go Goes on TV. Uh, Glenn, Peck, get, uh, Glenn Beck calls him administrator Biden. I like that. That's not a bad one. Yeah. I, that, that one I could get behind too. That could be a hashtag. We yeah. could hashtag that. Administrator Biden. Isn't that what that is? The hashtag symbol? I mean, we can- It's the pound sign, remember? Pound me oh, too? Well, that's what I thought it was, but then everybody's telling me, no, I'm wrong. That's a hashtag thing. I'm like- Only, Well, not, not when we go to talk about Cuomo in a little bit, then we're back to pound me too. <laughs> well, then it's just all about pound me too. Because I tell you what, he was an equal opportunity lover. He's up to what, seven or eight? And okay. Is he up to seven or eight? Which one? He's officially at seven, but I think it's probably closer to 7,000. And I have to say real quick, because- Are you adding the dead bodies too? uh, Because those were kind of pounded too. No, I'm I'm adding every person that identifies as a woman that Cuomo has ever come into contact with. Well, that's like everybody. That's like pound me too, everything. I mean, because what are the guys in New York City? I mean, they're not really guys. They're kind of like- they haven't figured out what they are yet. There's 70 something different sexes in New York. 86. 86 sexes. In okay. New York. So I, I said, is on, that like one where you just take I a stone and you throw it in there? Podcast, if it hits, you're like, Oh, that's me. That I wanted to discuss your sexuality. No, like, we're not. But I got to get to this first before we get to Cuomo and that shit that's coming later. Okay. Let's get to this first. Then we had our house plant in chief go on. Administrator Biden. House plant in chief. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a house plant, dude. He's there to cover up the bad stain in the corner. You know, you put him over the fucking carpet and you cover up the bad stain. Can I play a clip real quick? Nope. Because I'm going to go into this real quick because I want to cover a couple things like he talked about. So he went on TV on uh, Thursday night, Wednesday night for his primetime address for his COVID lap, his COVID victory lap. It was my COVID victory. Uh, where am I at? Uh, why am I here? Um, so he goes on there and and does that. And he said a couple big comments that I want everybody to kind of focus in on. He uh, read off a teleprompter for 20 minutes. Well, I'm about and had very few gaffes. Oh my God. I'm trying to he fucking do the terrible. same thing he was doing. And, and you keep fucking interrupting me and I'm not going to have any gaps either. So does the guy in his ear. I'm jumping through it. I'm getting to the bottom. <laughs> like within the first paragraph, he goes on about my, good, good evening to my fellow Americans, whatever. He wanted to talk to us about the pandemic. And then he says a year ago, we were hit with a virus that was met with silence. And Silence? Sp- Hold on. And spread unchecked denial for days, weeks, then months. Are you That's fucking kidding me? first line within his first paragraph. That's exactly- Silence. When it was- When Trump, Trump was xenophobic for exactly. closing the borders. Thank you. I was going that route and you jumped on it. Um, well, not only that, what was Nancy Pelosi and all the fucking rest of the retards doing? down in Chinatown. Oh, I'm going to go down to Chinatown. Let's go to Chinatown. Let's go to Chinatown. Because there's no virus. There's no virus. Yep. Okay. That was his first lie. That's all, obviously a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. Um, he said, then he said that led to more deaths, more infections, more stress, and more loneliness. No, you did that. Your liberal mayors did that. Your liberal mayors packed fucking nursing homes with sick people. Your liberal mayors passed and around governors. this infection. It was the governors. Governors too. Yeah. 
governors, mayors, whatever the fuck you want, they caused the more stress on the healthcare workers. Oh, and the loneliness was all of the fucking relentless lockdowns that you imposed. How about shutting down the schools? 2020 on that nobody has yet to really be able to walk away from. Because, you know, a lot of adults were actually kind of psyched to get, you know, six paid months off of work or 11 paid months off of work to do whatever the hell they want, like, you know, start a podcast or whatever. Um, But kids... Not so much. Kids need social interaction. And child suicide right now is through the roof. Drug abuse, sex trafficking, alcoholism. alcoholism. I mean, in kids. Kids. Little kids, too. So then in his third paragraph, he kicks it off. Well, while it was different for everyone, we all lost something. Hmm. I don't know. That just sounds to me like a guy who's just trying to hold on to a monicum of control. I lost 40 pounds. The rest of us can contained a collective suffering, a collective sacrifice, a year filled with loss of life. Thanks to you. And a loss of living for all of us. Thanks to you again, because you all liberals shut down the government. You shut everything down and you banned cures. Things like hydroxychloroquine and in Invectamin, Invectamin, whatever cures and therapies. Instead of encouraging people to exercise, go outside, get vitamin D, take zinc and Stop vitamin A and masks. vitamin C, and get fresh air and develop herd immunity, and only isolate the sick and the, the elderly, the people that are most at risk so that we could have gotten through this pandemic, this virus, in maybe a matter of citizens. two to three months? Yep. No. So then he goes on to say, but in the loss, we saw somehow to gain an appreciation. Res- but in the loss, we saw how much there was to gain an appreciation, respect, and gratitude. Finding the light in the darkness is a, a very American thing to do. Um, that sounds like a really racist comment, Joe. Just throwing that out there. I don't know. Finding the light in the darkness. Dark, dark to light. Uh, I'm not saying nothing. Uh huh. Okay. Good, good, good catch on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that was called by somebody else. I'm not saying. I like it when Biden throws out some freaking Q drops. So um, then he goes on. In fact, most Americans, it's the most American thing we do that we're, we've done. Uh, we've seen frontline essential workers risking their lives, sometimes losing them to say, save and help others. Researchers, Only if they take the shot. Researchers and scientists racing for a vaccine that you had nothing to do with, Joe. And so many of you, Ernest Hemingway wrote, being strong in all the broken places. Where's that at exactly? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, and so many of you, as Ernest Hemingway wrote, being strong in all the broken places. Where exactly is that? I haven't, I didn't know that that place existed. I didn't know that Ernest Hemingway said that that was a certain place. Okay. Well, obviously he doesn't know either because he didn't actually write his own speech. So keep going. So I know it's been hard. I truly know. I've told you before, I carry a card in my pocket. Yeah, I guess he does. <laughs> with the number of Americans with, with who died from, it from COVID, gets lost. COVID to date. <laughs> Um, Does and that it's in, in the back of, change daily? It's on the back of my schedule. And as of now, the desk... Uh, hold on, let me get the card out. My name is right. Joe Biden. And, and I, my I, wife is Jill. I live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. No, I don't. Um, I live at Tyler Perry Studios um, in Georgia. 
It's 527,726. Actually, he lives in Delaware and he commutes to DC. That's more, and, and get this, this. That is actually factually accurate, yeah, by the way. This moron knows that that's more deaths than in World War I. You no, sure no. About, in you, World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, and nine eleven combined. Um, not not quite, not even close. Joe, are are you sure about that number? Uh, you might want to double check that. You might want to do some. Fact How many Jews died one. in World War Two? That is, uh, thank you. I was gonna say there is was a, he a Holocaust denialist? He, <gasps> he might be. Biden's Both. a Holocaust denialist. He needs to be canceled. Liberals, where you at? I want to see some canceling Seriously. going on here. Canceled. You know? Just like I called you know, because you know is going to be the first thing canceled after you everything know. else. Because exactly, because it's oh, you're making fun of Hispanic people. Now. You know. You know? Uno. Uno. Oh, you're saying it wrong, babe. By the way, it's uh, Uno. Hold on. So wait, uh, wait, wait. He goes 1. on. 1.2 billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. What happened? I, I have no idea. What happens, Joe? <laughs> I don't know either. Holy retard. But anyway, then he goes on. There are husbands and wives, sons and daughters, grandparents and friends, neighbors, young and old. What? That's what I said. That's a sentence. There were husbands, wives, sons and daughters, grandparents, friends, neighbors, young and old. And that's a sentence. About what? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, all the people in America. What's your point? They leave behind loved ones, unable to truly grieve or heal, even or even to have a funeral. And whose fault is that, Joe? But I'm also thinking about everyone who lost in this past year to, due to natural causes. I, I didn't think there was natural causes. I thought everything was COVID related. COVID's not a natural cause? I guess not. Well, no, because it's- By cruel fate of accident or disease, they too died alone. They too leave behind loved ones hurting badly. But what are you talking about, Joe? That whole paragraph doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Unless he's admitting that COVID was a man-made bioweapon that was released on the American population. Which we all already- In which case it would not be a natural cause. Stop. Everybody's already aware of that. We yes. all know it came from Wuhan, China. Exactly, but the, the narrative is that, you know, due date a bat, I don't fucking know. So, you know, you've heard me say before, I talk about the longest walk any parent can make up a short flight of stairs to his child's bedroom to say, I'm sorry, but I lost my job. I'm sorry, what? The only, um, was that when he was taking inappropriate showers with his daughter? I, I have, I thought he had sons. No, he has daughters too. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. This is weird. Like literally, I, I want everybody to listen to me right now. This is our president. You know, you've often heard me say it before. I talk about the longest walk any parent can make up is a short flight of stairs to the, to his child's bedroom to say, I'm sorry, but I lost my job. I can't be here anymore. Okay, first what? off, that I've never heard sentence. I've never heard Joe say anything like that before. And when you What is he talking about? If you lose your job, do you go upstairs to your child's bedroom and say, "I lost my job, I can't be here anymore?" Hold on, every time that I do this from now on, I just want you to play that clip. Just keep it on your phone, keep it quick. Okay. Because like right now I'm fucking like 
uh, just like this. 1.2 billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run brings out the carts on on on, on a forklift. What happened? What happened? So I, I don't, it goes I don't on know. more like this. It goes like my dad told me when he lost his job in Scranton. So many of you had to make that same walk this past year. Okay. Um, I guess he's talking about you, Pennsylvania. So, hey, Pennsylvania, I, we got a lot of listeners, listeners in Pennsylvania. So I've got to ask this, Pennsylvania. What the fuck? Why did you guys vote for this moron? They, they didn't. Yeah, they did. There, there was enough of them that they did. Okay, well, there was enough, but so then he says, so then he says this: you lost your jobs, you closed your businesses, f- facing eviction, homelessness, hunger, and loss of control. That's a sentence. You lost your job, you closed your business, facing eviction, homelessness, hunger, a loss of control. That is a sentence. It, does that sound like a sentence? To you? You're the English major. No, that is so, not a hold on proper a second. sentence. Listen to me, cocksucker. Does that sound like a sentence? No. Does that meet any of the rules or standard guidelines for sentence structure in the English language? No, but it's a Joe Biden speech. What the fuck do you want? Okay. Somebody else wrote it. That's my point. They wrote it so that he can maybe try to follow it. Do you mean that they wrote it in such a way that his retarded mind would be able to say, speak it? I'm... 1.2 billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and and, and, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run brings out the carts on on, on, on a forklift. What happened? But he has a stutter. (laughs) Maybe worst of all is a loss of hope. Watching a generation of children who may be set back up to a year or more because they have they've not been in school because of their loss of learning. I can't even, that's how dumb this is. I can't even fucking read it. People. It is so dumb. I can't even fucking like, okay. So let's get to the kids not in school. And yes, they are way behind right now because the ones that are right now doing a supposed virtual school, they're not even fucking going to virtual school. There's, Literally millions of kids that are completely unaccounted for right now. Their teachers haven't seen them all year on Zoom all year, right? They don't know where they are. You know where kids are in school? Guess. Where private are kids schools. in school? Private schools. No, no. Well, they're, they're, in, they're in private school. Yes, we know that. They're in school at the border. All of oh, the wow. illegal immigrant, migrant Shit. kids that are filling the quote unquote, detention centers, you know, the, the ones where Trump was keeping kids in cages. Um, well, Pelosi said, you know, this administration really inherited a big mess at the border from Trump. You know what that big mess is? There's not enough cages to hold all the kids. That's what the big mess is. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody knows that. The detention centers, there's the ones that Trump was closing because there really there was such a decrease in the number of people coming over the borders because they were getting sent back they were flat out told don't come here you're not going to be allowed in now those borders are open and all those kids are sitting in front of the borders wearing brand new t-shirts that say president biden please let us in and they're letting them all in and they're being housed 
and fed, sort of. Although well, they they only get to shower hold, once hold a on, week. Hold on, because I because agree, there's I, no social distancing, I, but they're in school. I, I I agree with what you're saying, but stand by because I'm going to get to that because this gets better. It doesn't actually get worse. For the first time in Joe's miserable existence as the president, this actually gets to the point where now he starts. He, he starts straight up telling lies. And this is where the good part starts. He only tells the truth when he goes off script and his dementia kicks in. Exactly. And now at the direction and with the assistance of my administration, Johnson & Johnson is working together with a competitor, Merrick, to speed up the and increase the capacity of manufacturers of the new Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is one shot. In fact, just yesterday I announced that I, with the CEOs of both companies, I announced, uh, well, by the way, this is all one sentence too. So just tell me okay, if this is, yeah, that, in fact, just yesterday on. I announced and I met with the CEOs of both companies, period. Okay. So crazy. I announced the plan to buy an additional 100 million doses of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Okay. First of all, uh, Joe, uh, fact check lie. You are lying. You didn't meet with Johnson and Johnson, you may have met with Merrick, but you did not meet with the CEOs of Johnson and Johnson. You want to know why? I know this because Donald Trump met with Johnson and Johnson when Johnson and Johnson initially started working on their one-shot vaccine that they said might take us a little longer than the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, but we will get you a one-shot vaccine and we'll get you a hundred million doses of that vaccine. Well, that's funny. Joe, you're the one who met with them and said, I'm going to get a hundred. No, you're not. You haven't done dick yet again. This has nothing to do with you. This is everything to do with Trump. This is you trying to ride Trump's coattails into the future. You fucking piece of shit. Do you know they- how long it takes to produce a, a shot, a vaccine? Yeah. Normally or no, no. under do you Trump's know, rules? Do you know how long it actually takes to produce the current COVID vaccine. The one that we currently are using. Current to manufacture. And Pfizer or Moderna. Doesn't matter. Or. To manufacture, produce, and get it out in the market. Eight months. Six months. Okay, so six. So that means we're in March, right? We're not quite two months from the time that Biden supposedly took office. So that means that all of the vaccines that are currently being Injected into people right now. We're done under Donald Trump. And all of the vaccines that are going to be injected into people for the next four months. Oh, we're done under Donald we're Trump. We're all purchased under Donald Trump. So this so is Biden's where bullshit. he is. No, it's just fact check false. So then he goes on to say that these two companies have come together for the good of one nation. Hold on. Wait, I just had to throw something in there. Merck. Why the fuck? Merck stopped their vaccine because they said that it wasn't as effective as actually getting and recovering from COVID. It was more harmful. 80, Just throwing that 80, out there. 81.379% effective is what the numbers they could get. They couldn't get anything better than that. And you have a 99.98% chance of surviving COVID. If you're under the age of and your 50. Immune and sister, in- your immune system actually gets stronger yep. when you survive COVID where it is actually completely destroyed if you get the quote-unquote vaccine. So these two companies, competitors, have come together for the good of one nation. They've come and and it's, and they're being applauded for it. It's truly a national effort, just like we saw during World War II. 
Uh, Joe, you're the only one that actually remembers what it looked like during World War II. So Nancy Pelosi does too. Oh yeah, she was. She's that old. She's like 104 now because all that we have done. Uh, no, has nothing to do with what you've done. Um, we'll have enough vaccine to supply all adults in America by the end of May. Joe, you all said that Donald Trump was fucking stupid because he said that every adult by June would have the vaccine in America. But you all said that he was stupid. Now you're saying by May you're going to- By every, the end of May. End of May. Which so would be June, by June. Which is what Donald Trump said. Actually, Donald Trump said every adult in America who wanted it. Yes, by June yeah. would be vaccinated. Biden said every adult in America. Yeah, so that means, hey, all you non-vaxxers, guess what? Mm. Get ready for the orders that are about to come down. Yeah, fuck you and your orders. The king has spoken, and we have no choice but to obey. Yeah. You can kiss my ass. So anyway. Um, but you ain't sticking a needle in it. Well. You have the option of taking it there. I'm just letting you know. I found that out the funny way. But either way, <laughs> the point is, is that all of this is coming around and he's trying to claim credit for shit. This is the same shit. You know what this reminds me of? And I got to be honest with you. you do you, I, I know you don't, I know you don't remember it because you didn't give a shit back then, but I bet right now, if you, you cared like you do now, you would remember this. This reminds me of fucking, Obama's first four years in office and the, all the big stuff that was accomplished under Bush for the war on terror, uh, the things that have been done, the things we found out from waterboarding, uh, all the information, all the intelligence that was passed, uh, all the nine 11 commission bullshit, everything that came out from that, that all came out under Bush, but Obama took credit within his first year for all of it. If you don't believe me, please go back to listen to Rush Limbaugh back then. You will hear it because Rush lays it out for you that basically Obama took credit for everything Bush did his last year in office. And he kind of rode Bush's coattails for a fucking year. And then the economy tanked and he blamed Bush for that. And then, then he turned around, he blamed Bush for that. So, well, no, the housing market tanked. It wasn't the economy that tanked. It was the housing market that, that the, tanked yeah, first. Yeah, the bubble burst. And, uh, and then the economy And then tanked. the economy tanked And then it was, that. we'll never it, exceed a 3% growth oh, and, ever oh, again. Hey, by the way, we'll, we'll <laughs> never, we'll never, ever, ever, ever approve a budget of one, over $1 trillion. Mm -hmm. Uh, really? What about 1.9? Oh, uh, that was just a relief bill. Oh, I'm sorry. That's 2 trillion. Uh, so how about the $2 trillion relief bill that we just passed? So, okay. This is fun. $2 trillion. Biden promised $2,000 checks as soon as he got in office. <laughs> Quit panting. Yeah, the dog's making noise. He's oh all God. the way across the room. And he's panting you like crazy. You can hear so, it in the microphone. I, I can hear it I can my hear it in mine too. So with all of the quote unquote stimulus that's been passed in the past year, every American could receive $26,000. Hold on to that. We're, we're going to get to that. The same we're, as the reparations that people are, that black people are getting in certain cities right now. We're going to get to that because that's, that's coming up. But- this, this. All right. Keep, keep going. This gets more lie. It gets worse because then he says, uh, and 
we've been creating more places to get shots. Really, Joe? You said you were going to have 100 mass vaccination sites open by the end of February. CVS and Walgreens, if people can find them. Hey, guess what? You know how many mass vaccination sites he has open? Hmm. Seven. Yeah. He has seven mass vaccination sites. What happened to the 100 you were supposed to have open? Oh, it's probably right around the 100 million shots you were going to have within the first 100 days. They're probably both in the same spot, meaning we've already done it, been there, done that, and got that fucking t-shirt for it. Oh, 10,000 pharmacies across the country are going to be able to start administering the COVID vaccine. See, here's the thing with that. Now, my very best friend in the entire world, even though- She's a, she's a liberal. I know. She's libtarded. Uh-huh. She's not a liberal. She's libtarded. But- We've been best friends since we were three years old, so I'm, I'm not giving her up over politics for damn sure. You can fucking suck it. Anyway, she is a pharmacy tech, and her biggest gripe right now, she said this rollout has been absolutely horrible because they have no idea about their their supply um, or a timeline. So people are going, and she said that appointment system to make the appointment for people is incredibly unuser friendly. So people go in to make an appointment for their COVID shot and they can't because it's not available. So like it, it just spin when you hit the COVID vaccine, it just spins and spins and spins. It doesn't say it's not available and there's no phone number to call because it all has to be done online. So in turn, instead, people go and make a, a appointment for a different vaccine, a flu shot or something. And then they show up at the pharmacy saying, I want my COVID vaccine. I have an appointment. And no, you don't because we don't have any COVID vaccines and we don't know when we're going to get them. So Biden can blame it all on black people not know how not knowing how to use the internet, but in fact, his rollout system sucks. Well, when is the f- okay? Basically, whoever whoever designed the Obamacare website uh, tried to do tried their hand at this one too. It didn't work so well. Time out. We're talking about the federal government, right? Yes. We're talking about like people like FEMA, right? They can't design stop. a website to save their eyes. Stop! Save their stop! Lives. Stop! Stop! We're talking about a government like FEMA, right? Like, like literally FEMA, this, this. Couldn't get this, water to the Superdome. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you mean to tell me now we're talking about shots in people's arms? Get the fuck out of here. Shut up with that noise. It's not even shots in people's arms. It's setting up a fucking website to tell pharmacies when, how to do it, when, when to do they're going to get the yeah. vaccine and how much they're going to get. Because so, you can't set up appointments for people if you don't know what your supply is going to be. Then we blast forward in this this speech that went on and on and on. And there's just so much bullshit in it. Folks, I'd love to sit here and read every Please bit don't. of bullshit to you. But I got to I, I gotta move on. Um, and I'm going to get to last these last two blocks I'm going to cover. And I'm going to jump uh, over a little bit. <sighs> this re- this motherfucker, man, he kills me. Just 14% of Americans over the age of 75, 50 days ago, had gotten their first shot. Today, that number is well over 70%. Why does he put it that way? Why does he word it exactly that way? Repeat that. I will. Just 14% of Americans over the age of 75, 50 days ago, had gotten their first shot. Today, the number is well over 70%. Why does he word it that way? And I, I, I hate to bring a lot of you people. Well, because he's been in office at that point. He'd been in office for 50 days. So he's trying to take credit for that increase in. Hold on. 
I, I hate to do this to you because um, <clears throat> somebody who is really not skilled in the uh, arithmetic department uh-huh. is about to lay some arithmetic down for oh, you. Oh, good God. Okay. Which is scary. You suck at math. I know I do. So, but if I can figure this one out, that means the dumbest son of a bitch out there who fucking completely blows with numbers and two plus two equals eight. I get it. I know where you're going with that. Um, Cause that plus written by certain people looks like it's a multiplication sign. I mean, Hey, two times two. Yeah. Okay. I, I get you on that one. Two times two is still four. I get you. Uh-huh. Fuck off, bitch. Either way. <laughs> you really suck at math. The point I'm getting at though is 14% of Americans over the age of 75, okay? What is actually the legal age of senior citizens in America? 65. Thank you. So that's 10% of the Americans that he's cutting out. Why is he cutting out that 10%? Because they haven't gotten the shot. They don't want it. No. That's because they're all vaccinated. They've all gotten the shot. Mm. They all went out and got it. They all said, yep, I don't want to wear a mask no more. Oh, okay? Well, that, that doesn't 50 stop days that, ago, 50 days ago, got their first shot. That number is well over 70%. Well over 70% as of when. He does not give you a time frame in which it's well over 70%. He just says it's well over 70%. That's because all of the senior citizens now, or seasoned citizens, however you want to look at it, are getting the vaccine. Guess what that means? You want to know why he has to word it that way? That means they're all going to die next year. Herd immunity. No. We're... What is the scientific basis fact for herd immunity? What is the number? 70%. No. But they changed. 63.8% Not is according the, to flip-flop Fauci. No. CDC says 63.8% herd immunity. That's what we need to reach to get to herd immunity. If he admits that we're over that number, we are at herd immunity. Now, granted. However, the CDC changed the definition of herd immunity. No, they did not. They changed the definition from the only thing they changed the definition of is one word. They said from getting the virus to receiving the vaccine. Exactly. So they changed those words. They cut out the whole, if you got the virus and recovered naturally, it doesn't count. You have to be vaccinated for herd immunity. Well, that's, we all know that's bullshit because- I'm sorry, chicken pox parties? I know it's bullshit. Right. You know it's bullshit. But anyway. We all know it's so bullshit. he goes on. The government and is trying to mandate The it. guidance for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, came out Monday, which means simply that millions and millions of grandparents who went months without being able to see their grandkids can now do so. Uh, wait a minute. Now, I don't know about, I don't know. Wait, well, if we can now do that. I don't know about y'all, but our kids spent the entire summer with their grandparents. All I can say is this, if we can now do that, good luck trying to keep a mask on anyone. Okay. Well, the CDC also came out with a study last week, um, right after his speech, actually, I think it was the beginning of this week that shows that masks don't work at all. In well, yeah, fact, I mean, that's been out there. Point five percent not effective. even yeah. 1%, yep. a half a percent difference in wearing a mask versus not wearing a mask. You know where that half a percent comes from? From fucking hospitals with people wearing surgical masks that actually know how to wear them that are fitted properly. But, however, here's a fun one. 95% of new cases are from people who wear masks either all the time or most of the time. 
only 5% of new COVID cases are from people who, who don't wear masks, don't at, wear all. masks yep. at all. Well, So tell they, me again how masks work. Well, they don't, but I've told you that before. Tonight, no, I, I, can say, I can say that we're going to meet that goal. We're going to beat it because we're on the re- 100 million shots in arms by my 60th day in office. Um, Joe, you were at that the day you were inaugurated. Just throwing that out there. Either way. Anyway, so you're all... Uh, and then he says, I'm going to be announcing the direct all states, tribes, and territories to make adults, people over the age of 18, eligible to be vaccinated no later than May 1. Okay. Um, Donald Trump was going to do that as of February 1. So all adults will be eligible to be vaccinated as of May 1. So I just think that's funny that Donald Trump was going to do that February 1. You're not, he hasn't, this is my point, people. He's not changing anything. This is all the same shit Donald Trump was going to do. He's and let following me be clear, the plan that, that the Trump team laid out. That doesn't mean everyone's going to have the shot immediately, but it means that you'll be able to get in line for the shot beginning 1 May. Okay. Okay. This is all the same shit Donald Trump said. Okay. And then he goes into the second part, the fourth part. He goes from, it's really cool too. Cause he goes, secondly, at the time of the adults, this is the second paragraph in this uh-huh. secondly, at the time the adults are eligible. Okay. The next paragraph down fourth in the coming weeks. See, I thought what happened to fucking third motherfucker. I, I thought I zoned out for third. I, I thought like I, I no, no, I he went from second it. to no, fourth. He didn't say it. He went from second to fourth That's what because I he goes okay. in the, bottom part of second, uh, that the vaccine vaccinate teachers and school staff to include bus drivers. So we can accelerate, accelerate massive nationwide effort to reopen schools safely. Wait a minute. Hold the fucking phone. My kids have been in school since September, motherfucker. Where have safely. you been? And the, you know what? Kids still haven't gotten sick. Just throwing that out there. And their teachers just got vaccinated today. But eighth, eighth in the coming weeks, eighth, yeah, well, I'm sorry, both fourth in his world. I'm just in my okay. in my mind. I'm already at the twelfth oh, point. Oh, you're using a Democrat voting numbers. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I, I well, their algorithms. I use the, the machine. Exponential I use the machine. algorithms. Gotcha. I use the machine. You know, I, I plugged it in the machine and mm-hmm. spit out another month. Anyway, eighth in the coming weeks, we will uh, issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated. Well, I'll tell you what I can do and what I can't do. Okay. What I can do is whatever the fuck you want, whatever the fuck I'm going right back to my normal life. What I can't do is put a fucking mask on my face. Cause that ain't going to happen. So you can suck a big fat dick there. Joe. What you can't do is tell us what we can and can't do. Yes. Thank you. But I, I need you, the American people. I need you. I need every American. And he got real serious here because he put his elbows down on the podium and his hands went out in front of him. Mm -hmm. And he sat there, I need you, all the American people. I need you. I need every American. Like he was touching your shoulders and caressing him and sniffing. He was sniffing your hair. No, he's sniffing your hair. Pepe Le Pew. Oh, your hair smells so good. But then he was like, I need you. You're my number two, Bob. You're my number (laughs) two. And then he says, um, uh, and that's not a hyperbole. I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn. And no. if you can find the opportunity. No. Come on. No. Leland, you've got to get vaccinated. No. You've got to help your family, no. your friends, your neighbors, no. your grandparents, because you'll kill them if you don't. Yeah, I'll die if I do. He said, if we all do this and we all do our part, if we do this together by the 4th of July, there's a good chance your family and friends will be able to get together in the backyard in the neighborhood to have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. Didn't we do that today? That doesn't mean large events. 
with lots of people together. We literally had a St. Patrick's Day birthday party today. But it does mean small groups will be able to get together. What the fuck are you talking about, Joe? If I'm fucking vaccinated and everybody in my fucking family is vaccinated, Which fuck you. Be. You can suck a fat dick because we're still all going to get together. Even so, unvaccinated, we're still all going to get together. You can kiss my rosy red ass there, Joe. That's my what I'm trying to say. So essentially, he lied his whole way through this. He took credit for shit that he has nothing to do with. Joe is full of shit. Um, I'm hearing a lot of Biden remorse out there. There's a lot of people that don't like the fact that Biden is still in office. There's a lot of pe- people that are butthurt about this. People, I'm telling you right now, if you're going to go get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't go get vaccinated. But listen here close. It is up to you. It is solely up to you. Do not let the government tell you that you have to get vaccinated because let me tell you something. This is this is a little secret. This is uh, what I like to call on the inside of my nutsack secret right here, okay? This is a mixed secret, all right? You don't have to do it. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Nobody's holding that gun to your head. You And they cannot fire you for not getting vaccinated. You can tell. You can tell them to fuck off. They literally, they cannot hold your job over your head because it has not even been approved. It is for emergency use only. They can't even force the military to take this vaccine. Nope. They actually had to delay this, the start of, of actually, the House of Congress because more than 25% of Congress refused to take the vaccine. This is one you're all going to love. And you're going to love this too because you're going to jump all over this one. You're going to be like, ha, oh. Yep. Not my dick, neither, because you don't make that noise. It's more like, <laughs> but either way, <laughs> you're going to love this one because uh, this was a funny one. Ready? Uh, when they come out with this shit because they did not, back in the day, the way they used to give vaccines and they used to do all the, you know, all the testing that Donald Trump got rid of that everybody's like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. That was what we like to call military testing. Mm. That's when the, the military, initial human trials, yes, all the went military through the military had to take it. Yep, the military didn't have a choice. Yep, they were ordered to. Yep, okay, uh, we couldn't get out of it. We had to go in there and submit our arm, and you had something injected in you, and next thing you know, you're microchipped, and Bill Gates knows exactly where you're at. Yep. Guess what? When Donald Trump threw all that shit out, never went through the military. Guess what? They can't do now. Now they can't come behind it and say, "Oh, you have to take this vaccine." Because guess what? They don't. Well, all the previous vaccines that the military was forced to take were actual vaccines and they were approved as vaccines but by they were still the a FDA. Test. The point is they, they were still a they, test. There's still a test, yes. But this is hasn't been approved as a vaccine by the FDA. So this gets us to our next point. And uh, next, our big one. This is a big one. And this is one I'm going to take some time on. And I want you all to fucking listen to because this is huge. Uh, Before we get there, real quick, since we're on the subject of vaccines, let's just really quickly talk about. We spent three and a half hours on fucking vaccines. I know. I want to talk about South Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one, this one you can talk about because <laughs> because I this put you on was this one. Freaking and if, hysterical, folks, folks. So uh, I'm going to tell you right now: if you have not seen it, I ask you to go download the episode. Not because I like the politics of it. The it was refreshing to see, and and at the same time that you watch this episode, also remember on that same day, Doctor Seuss was being canceled. So, and I want you to ask yourself. How Dr. Seuss was canceled on the same day that this episode aired because this episode's 
this show still has not been canceled. And I mean, it's hysterical. they threw out everything. They went after from everybody. Adrenochrome and QAnon and Q, Q supporters, QAnon, whatever the fuck. People don't understand the difference. Um, or the mainstream media doesn't understand the difference. They are so far up Q's ass right now. They really wish they knew who he was, but they don't. Um, but it was freaking hysterical. Because they're, it's literally a, a cartoon about what's going on in the world right now. Exactly that. And at the very end, they flat out admitted that, um, yeah, the, the elites are pedophiles and they're essentially controlling the world with their mind games and their adrenochrome. And um so, I'm not even going to go that far because I don't think that was really the what the end of the episode about was about. I think the end of the episode was more admitting to that there is a secret cabal in charge of all the shit that happens in the background that nobody hears about or sees. And who would know better than Seth Rogen? And Q. And Q. I just thought the whole thing was pretty fucking amazing. But again, if so, you- So go watch the South Park Vaccine, vaccine special. special. It was actually really good. Um, it really was. I really do recommend it to everybody. And I'm not a big fan. Uh, well, that's not true. I am a big fan of South Park because I always thought it was funny. But um, anyway. But even the New York Post did a story about how uh, here's how QAnon. And real quick. Okay. There is Q, who is a person or a group of people. I think he's a person. But there's Q. And then there are Anons. Okay. Anons are the people that were following Q from the beginning. QAnon is made up by the MSMs. There is no QAnon. There isn't. There's Q. There's a Q. And there are Anons. Yep. So New York Post did a whole story. Here's how QAnon reacted to South Park special that mocked them. Um, basically said, uh, yeah. They're laughing hysterically. Ghost Ezra. And I'm on the Ghost Ezra, te- Ghost Ezra. Telegram channel. channel. Who yeah. the fuck does he have anything? He's, like, he's he got does. a Telegram channel. So uh, he said, welcome to Operation Wake Up. Um, which it... <laughs> kind of was. Uh, yes, cartoons catch their attention. Shit, we've been waiting on the MSM and they do it on a cartoon. Um, the show made fun of QAnon's claims that the government is secretly run by a satanic cabal of blood drinking pedophiles and jeered at the group's blathering against the life-saving COVID-19 vaccine. Um, some in QAnon think the vaccine is a deep state plot to enslave humanity and the hour long cartoon shown pint sized protagonist Cartman and gang struggling to fight the town's growing hordes of anti-vax conspiracy theorists. The cuties. I'm an anti-vax conspiracy theorist. You're a cutie. I am a cutie, hey, but so, not the Netflix kind of cutie. So, hey. The I, South Park kind of cutie. By the way, uh, <laughs> we are the whites. We are the whites. So when you see South Park, you will understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We are the whites. I think we are the whites. I just want to go ahead and say that was probably done after us. Although I've already heard somebody else on another podcast try and take credit for that episode uh no i don't think so good luck with that one trying to prove that one and no one cares so we're gonna move right along um this is the big part what we've been waiting to get to all night and uh this is a huge one and we've only got about 20 minutes to go through it so i'm gonna try and haul ass through this as best i can but i definitely want you all to take a minute if you listen to us on the regular please go read this 
there's a lot of shit in this that is just uh, HR one uh, fishier than all hell. Uh, if you think about everything, if you lay out what happened in this past election cycle, everything leading up to Donald Trump's loss, how they cheated, supposed loss, how they told us they cheated. Correct. Uh, would you would you fucking hold your fucking just? I'm about to mute you. Shut up. Good luck with that. So. Oh, you don't think I can? You can mute my mic and I can scream loud enough to, for it to come through your mic. So yeah, good luck with that. So anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, all right, this is, uh, this is what, this is their playbook from last election cycle to now. And it's really funny because division C of this, uh, facts of the table of contents in this bill says ethics, which I think is hysterical that they're even putting that title in there. They don't know what ethics are. That's fucking Captain Obvious, everybody. I'm sorry, Colonel Obvious. Uh, she's been promoted a couple <laughs> times. I, I just want, she's just- That's General Obvious She's, she's reared her fucking ugly head again. So anyway- um, I'm not ugly. He married me for my looks. Back to the beginning of this, HR1. Uh, it's to expand the access of Americans- to the ballot box, reduce the influence of big money in politics, strengthen the rules for public servants, and implement other anti-corruption measures for the purpose of fortifying our democracy and other purposes. So let me just start out with this one. This is the first question, and I'm going to give the person uh, credit who brought this first question up. And uh, that would be Ben Shapiro. I heard it on his show first, and I got to agree with the guy. He's dead on on this one. He said, well, if you all think that Biden won and you thought it was a legit and fair election, why did we need this? That's an excellent question. Okay. So that's the first question that kind of gets thrown out because the anti-corruption, implementation of anti-corruption measures and the purpose of fortifying our democracy. I'm really confused as to why we would quite possibly need this. I if, have an answer. If everything was done legit in the last election. Because they fear the red wave coming in 2022 and they need to find a way for all of the new immigrants that are currently flooding over the border to be able to vote in the next election. Look, ass clown, just because you heard me talk about this before doesn't mean you can fucking steal my thunder. All right. Just sh sit there and shut up. I'm going to fart and you're going to talk in a minute. All right. A long story short. Don't fart on, on this gross. goes through voting. Election access is like the first one. Promoting internet registration. Automatic voter registration. So get this one, ready? Automatic voter registration. So if you're a felon, if you're a convict, if you are dead, um, if you are a one-time contributing assistance, registration to eligible voters or existing records. There's nothing in any of this that talks about purging records. Rather, this says that everybody stays effective as a voter. Forever. Forever. Which is just fucking weird because, wait a minute, when I die, there's going to be a liberal voting for me? Interesting. Okay. Then there's same day voter registration. And I actually read this one. This is the one that kind of killed me because guess what? Now, not only can you register to vote on the day in which an election is being held, but when you register to vote, whether or not your shit's cleared, your vote counts. How's hmm. that fucking possible? 
Well, because it doesn't matter. Well, exactly, because it doesn't. I, I mean, under this bill, it doesn't matter. So then there's conditions and removal on basis of interstate cross checks. So now instead of states talking to each other, saying that this person registered in this, this state and registered in this state to vote, they can't do that anymore. So if I register myself to vote in Georgia, and let's say I also own a house in Alabama and I register in Alabama to vote, now the states can't check whether or not I was fucking registered to vote in Georgia as well as Alabama. So if we move to Texas and we rent out this house instead of selling it and we register to vote in Texas, then we can still come back here into Georgia and vote. Or, or just request an absentee ballot and ask them to send it out of state. Actually, we're going to get it automatically, so it doesn't matter. But we have to tell them they need to send it out of state. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, no, I know it doesn't matter. They don't care. We should get one for the dog, too. Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was thinking. Well, no. I think we could actually walk the dog into the polling place. Do you remember Gangs in New York? Do you remember in Gangs in New York when they had that first real big election for the mayor when Tutney was running for the mayor of New York or that or mayor of Five Points? And uh, they were taking the Irish guys. Again, it's a fucking Irish. Oh, it's the Irish. On St. Patrick's Day, they're fucking taking the Irish guys. They're taking them out the front, running them right back in the back. And then they're pushing them right back through the line to vote again. Yeah. Because that's the way it was done back then. Yeah. They want that all over again. Yeah. That's what this bill is all about. Uh, it goes on to other initiatives to promote voter registration. They're basically saying now that, hey, you, you know the ballot stuffers, the guy or the guys that would go out and pick up ballots? Yeah, the ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting. Yep. Now you can do it. Not only is it, and the, it is it's it gonna encouraged. Make it, it's going to not only make it legal, mm-hmm. but it will encourage it for everybody. It's yep. like, are you, are you for real? Oh, and not only that, guess what else it's going to do? It's going to open... When we can early vote, it's going to make it a 15-day we- window. Two weeks to vote. Correct. So you'll be able to pre-vote 15 days prior to. So my question is, how many times am I going to be able to vote 15 days prior to? It means going to be 1, 2, 6, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I mean, I'll, I'll go vote every day. I will vote twice every day if I have to. If that means a Republican wins, I will vote twice every day. Because the, the, according to this, also, you will not be able to start checking voter uh, compliance until the day after the election is over. Oh, but that at that point, it's too late. Why? Oh, oh shit. Because yeah, the right. courts have already pro- said that it's too late. You see what, what I'm getting at here? Yeah, no, this I see where you're going. This is all a book showing them. They're showing us their hand. They're saying, hey, look, here are my aces. Here's what we did in the last election, and it works so well that we want to make it legal. Uh, voter registration of minors. They want 16-year-olds to vote. They want criminals to vote. They want sex offenders to vote. Uh, They want to prohibit voter caging. What the fuck is voter caging? Oh, questionable challenges to ballots. So if it's a questionable challenge, they can just come in and throw it out. Throw out the challenge, not the ballot. Yes, not the ballot. Throw out the challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, Prohibiting deceptive practices and preventing voter intimidation. What the fuck are they? There was none. There was no voter intimidation that took place in the last election. Only from the left. There was poll worker intimidation. Bingo. That's the big one. Or poll observer in- intimidation. Oh, democracy restoration. This is, sounds so good. You know what? I'm sick of the fucking democracy. I want the republic back. Um, promoting the accuracy, integrity, and security through voter verified permanent paper ballots. 
That's about the only thing. The that only makes thing that's good. Any sense? Yeah, paper ballots. Provisional ballots, though. So there would be provisional ballots allowed to be voted on site. So let's okay. say, so, so let's say you have you a and provisional I, so, ballot, nope. which you then run through a fucking voting machine. No, let's say you and I go in to vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, and in Georgia, what do we have here? We have machines. Yeah. We go in a vote. So Dominion machines that are connected to the internet. Yep. Bingo. Uh, we saw that. Yeah, we know that. We know that we, yeah. for a fact. Yeah, we, we saw that, the internet symbol on there. Yeah. We know that they have Wi-Fi. internet connection. Yes. Um, so you ready for this one? This is where it gets fucking hysterical. So we're about to leave the polling place, right? And even if we do leave the polling place, let's say we come back. Not even the same day. Let's say we come back a day later, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a 15-day 15 days, window, absolutely, yeah. You know? I have to vote every day on our way Now I have buyer remorse. Yeah. Now I get a provisional ballot that I can submit going the opposite direction. Oh, you can change your vote. You changed your mind. You found out about Hunter's laptop. Yep. Oh, shit. I have voting by mail. And it lays out how to conduct mail fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it jumps in. <laughs> how to conduct mail fraud. Yes. It, uh, no, it's 100% mail fraud. So okay. listen to this. So these are the titles. I, I, and I'm not even reading the, I'm not how even to conduct in the mail bill. Fraud. But this is uh, section 1621 through si- section 1624. You can go look it up. Uh, but it talks about uh, absentee ballot tracking, uh, the absentee ballot tracking program and the way that it's supposed to be run. And then the voting materials needed for uh, postage. And then also, um, this one's a good one. The study and report of vote by mail procedures done in the 2020 election. Okay. So it's basically how to commit mail fraud. Mail fraud. Yep. Uh, Oh, and then it talks about the absent absentee uniform services and voters of overseas votes, poll worker recruitment and training per day. Yeah, we're going to have to take that over. Uh, enhancement of enforcement. And it, that's got one title. 1811 Enforcement Enhancement to Help America Vote Act of 2020 or 2002. They're rewriting that. Uh, the Federal Election Integrity Prohibition. Prohibition on the campaign activities, the chief of state and election. So basically what they're saying is the president can't call a secretary of state and say, hey, what you did was fucked up. You got to go find me some <laughs> votes. Uh, promoting voter access through election administration improvements. I, people, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm you, sorry. Does is is that the one where the federal government now controls how the election is run? Yes. Yeah. Oh, all the way down to the, like the state no longer has any control over their own voting. System. That is entirely unconstitutional. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. But and it's really funny because a whole bunch of states right now have been enacting legislation within their states exactly the opposite of this. So, so I got a question for you. I, I have a, a serious question because I brought this up to you three days ago. Yeah. Four days ago. Yeah. And I, I told you about this. I said this is what we're going to be talking about, and then you asked me why. And I told you, what did I tell you? Well, what was the reason why I said we're going to be talking about this? Because it's really important. This- okay. But what's so important about it? Well. Why Why do I think it's important? Why am I calling it out as being probably one of the most important pieces of legislation that Republicans right now, not only Republicans need to do something about it, but uh, the mid-line, mid-level 
So this completely destroys our election system as we know and love it. Yes. 100%. 100% no. Okay. But why is it important though? It's unconstitutional. No, I don't care. Hold on. Let me finish. You're asking me a question. Let me answer. So shut the fuck up already. So it's unconstitutional. And we went back and forth as to how, how it can be challenged. Well, the states because they are in the process of enacting a legislate much legislate much legislation that directly contradicts this so the states can challenge this because under the constitution the states control the elections and if the federal government comes back and says uh no this is now the law the states are going to say fuck you we're out no and no Okay, so no and no. Yes, no and no. Why is this important? The reason that this is so important is we just had a two trillion dollar stimulus package pushed through the House and the Senate, and then back to the House. Tell me something real quick. What were the voting numbers? You can go ahead and look it up in your little tablet there. What were the voting numbers in the House and the Senate? I don't know in the House, but in the Senate, it was 50-50 with Kamala Cameltoe being the deciding factor. Okay. You ready for this one? Mm -hmm. It was 218 to 211 in the House. So- It was right down party lines. 100% partisan. Every every part of it. Yeah. On both sides. Okay. That's a really close margin in the House. I mean, that's how close, that's how tight it is in the House. 218 to 211. Do you realize that if this pass- this pass, if this goes the same route, if it gets forwarded, I mean, this has to die before it even goes to the house. Mm-hmm. It will pass both the house and the Senate and get cleared and signed by Joe Biden. And then what? That's my point. That is why this is so important. This will clear both the house and the Senate and nobody will be able to stop this. We do not have, because we do not have a majority in either the House or the Senate. They have both of them. They have so far cleared one bill that not one Republican agreed with. Even the fucking stupid moron retard from fucking Utah, Mitt Romney, didn't agree with the $2 trillion stimulus package. Actually, one Republican hit yes on it, and then he freaked out and said, I hit the wrong button. I meant to vote no. But the point is, is that even Mitt Romney Romney didn't go for that. This is, we're one week away from this going to the house, to the floor for a vote. One week away. People, call your senators, call your congressmen, tell them that this is a really bad idea, that we're all fucked, that there will not be another fair election in America if this goes if this comes to fruition. Well, according to the Epic Times, it would create such chaos that we would need a constitutional amendment just to fix it. What does a constitutional amendment require? The people. No. Requires a three quarters vote alone. So we'd have to take the House and, and the Congress. Senate back. We, I mean, it, three we, quarters. We wouldn't be able to do it until after 2022, and we wouldn't be able to win in 2022 if this passes. So we're between a rock and a hard place. That's why this is so important. So get this: what's coming after this? 127. What is 127? <laughs> take our guns away. That is the Second Amendment bill. So hey, rednecks out there, everybody with a gun, listen up. 
Well, the House already, now it hasn't gone to the Senate yet, but the House just passed a bill restricting high high capacity high magazines, capacity yeah. magazines and, uh, and assault rifles, but they, they are now redefining what's what considered rifle. an assault rifle. Correct. And Correct. they're saying it's something like a, um, with the high capacity magazines, like it's like a, a, a fixed magazine. You can only have a fixed magazine. Okay. So get this one ready for this one. Guess what? All magazines are fixed magazines. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not even gonna go in there. So, a fixed magazine is in a bolt action rifle. Okay. That means that you push the bullets down uh-huh. and it locks in place underneath the oh, actual Oh, So like bolt the magazine carrier. that we pop out of the the No our guns, that's not a fixed magazine. That's not a fax that's that's a removable magazine. Okay. A fixed magazine like the, so that would the make rifle all have, of our guns illegal, basically. No, the rifle I have would actually still be legal. Uh, no, that's considered an assault rifle now. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Not the long rifle I got. It's got a scope on it. It doesn't Those matter. are now illegal. They're wrong. Or it will be if the set, if it passes the Senate. Listen, the point I'm getting at is that bill is the next one on the table. If we're going here, if they approve this one, that one's like, that's like, hey, that's going to be like sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. Not anymore. Okay. It's going to be like sex with Unless Kobe. Unless you're a Democrat. Look, that's going to be like sex with Kobe's ghost. All right. It's going to happen. All right. And we haven't even gotten into the really good shit, like all the breakups that have been happening lately and the freaking craziness with, you know, J-Lo and fucking A-Rod. Okay, this is not entertainment television, sweetheart. No, but I mean, like, why are they breaking up? Don't you remember? We're boring. Why? uh, That's what. Yeah, we had some (laughs) retard. Oh, I'm going to get into that one, too. Oh, I've got something for you, senor. Uh, Mr. Douche Canoe on Apple Podcasts that wanted to fucking leave a comment that we're boring. Really? No, we like the comments because it gives we're us more content. So we're a parody. Hey, uh, that's cool. Hey, hey, dumbass, have you ever listened to our show, or did you just decide to listen to like two of them and say, "Oh, well, I have an opinion." Well, I'm a fucking network nerd and I'm a warrior on my keyboard. Look at me, I'm a badass. All Zero. right, buddy, I cannot wait. For the day that you and I actually come face to face. Never going to happen. I guarantee your fag ass will disappear into the weeds somewhere. All right, all right, Because all right. you're going to be scared. You'd be more scared than a fucking long tailed so, cat. In a hold on. We, we don't need chairs. to devolve to personal attacks. Uh, because I will we're devolve not to a personal hearts. attack. Here's the deal. <clears throat> I That's didn't, my thought on that. I did not start out as an anti-vaxxer. I've actually been vaccinated with the exception of the vaccines that I cannot take because I am legitimately allergic to it. Our children have been vaccinated, except for the vaccines they can't take because they're allergic to them. Or we don't know if they're allergic to them. Yeah, and that's a whole nother story. Mix had the fucking COVID vaccine. As much as I disagree with it, he's had it. And he's losing a pint of blood out of his colon every day right now. But, you know. You don't know that. It looks that way. It's pretty ugly. Regardless. Irregardless. Irregardless. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? Now I own that I'm an anti-vaxxer. Absolutely. I will own that a hundred percent because the research that I did opened my eyes in such a way that I don't even know that I want our youngest child to finish his vaccine cycle. Our oldest one, it's too late. He's already got it. He's, he's had his vaccines. He's ADHD. He's not getting the COVID vax. Do I relate them? Maybe. Um, I do definitely see correlations. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, no, I don't want to pump our children full of poisons. And if you don't like it too fucking bad, do your own research. That's all I got to say about that. Well, either way, um, this gentleman obviously had a different skewed opinion than the rest of the world. So, uh, whatever, dude, uh, I care less, please bring it. Don't, if you don't like us, don't listen to us. It's, it, that it's a easy. real simple button. It's an off button, but obviously you listen long enough to realize that. I mean, that was a really long fucking episode. So you listen for three and a half hours and then left a comment. Then you know what? Hey, cool. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. It gave us another like, um, either way, uh, Subscribe, share, yeah, next episode. download, like. Um, well, we're no, we'll we'll do another one next no, week. I mean, once we're recovered from our ten day oh, hangover, St. Patrick's it's Day nearly, hangover, uh, well, might be a little bit longer because we do have a, a bit of partying to do this week. Either way, uh, we will be back, and uh, we've got more to share. There's a lot of stuff we didn't get to tonight that I I kind of wanted to get to, but it's just man, there's so much shit that has literally happened. We've been. Pushing this episode off for like um, three days, three days now because like everything got better and better and better and better. And it was like, holy shit. I don't even know if we can encompass this in one episode because there's just so much shit going on right now. But I'm dead serious about this HR1, folks. If this gets through. uh, We're all fucked. We really are. And then on top of that, uh, you know that 127 is going through. Then we're really fucked. Uh, then we're really fucked because now they're coming after our guns. They they don't want us to be armed. They don't want us to fucking try and defend ourselves. It's ugly. That might, I mean, that could be the spark. That could be the trigger that we're waiting for. And it's not that I'm waiting for it because I'm not. I, I don't want it to happen at all. I don't think it should happen. It's. I thought we were past this, but I'm beginning to believe that we're not really past anything. No, we I are. We are. I think we're knee deep in shit. We are at a precipice right now. Hey, even Dan Scavino posted a picture of a, a, a video of a precipice. We are at a precipice and s- something's going to happen. And uh, what that, that something is, I have no idea. Um, but it's not over for sure. And whatever it is, it is what it is. Well, it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. Whatever comes ahead, I, I, I'm, I'm blown away that we're still even here and that people are freaking still talking about this crap. I mean, it's ridiculous. But it, uh, again, it's just another day. I guess, I, I guess we got to deal with it day by day, and we're definitely doing that. The whole world's turned upside down, and we're just making the best of it now. So, with that being said, but there's a lot of us that just, you know, we're just not gonna, you know. I,